Are you looking to buy or sell real estate? You've got questions. We've got answers. Welcome to the show. It's going to be great featuring Matt and Jen from Home Team for You. And now, oh no, without further ado. Ah, it's Matt and Jen. There's no screen. Yep, I turned it off today. All right, perfect. I can't see how good We're my even looks. recording and everything? Yes, we All are right. actually recording. Oh, sweet. I switched, I switched my little switcher up, so I'm over here now. I just got to get used nice. to it. Oh, you can't see that. That's okay. How's my, is my hair okay? Usually check it on that on that monitor. Oh. Mm, it's all right. I'll take it. It's all right. Ginger's just sticking up a little bit. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I love you so much. <laughs> see if the monitor was on. We could, you could it, see what your hair looked like. Man, it's really difficult. But thank you for joining us. We're, yes, we're, we're excited to uh, be talking to you all today. Today we have one of our team members <laughs> in studio with us. So, Jane Kelly, you want to... Let us know what's going on with you. Sounds good. I'm excited to be here. So Jane Kelly recently joined the team, but a longtime Madison local. So I'm excited to talk about Madison. And radio today. personality. Occasionally a radio personality, more in college, but we'll see if my roots help me today. <laughs> good radio voice. Yeah. Thank you. I can try and do like, you know how they always do like the low, like, hello, you're listening no. to. <laughs> we'll see if I can maintain <laughs> You've that. You've reached. Easy rock. It's going to be great. You're listening <laughs> to It's going to be great. Yeah. On hometeamforyou.com. Yeah. Yep. Dot com. <laughs> but, I'm sorry, Jen, what was that? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, of course, we have our producer. That's Jacob, me. who is uh, keeping everything up and running. So he keeps us looking good. Fully yes. masked. Mm -hmm. Fully masked. We're still masked for a little while. Just a little while. We're all almost, almost ready. So close. So close. <laughs> so ready. Mm-hmm. All right, so talking about all things Madison. Yeah. Hey, Jane, what's on the cover of your uh, computer there? Well, it's actually very topical because a lot of them are Madison-themed since I've lived here so long. So Show the camera. Oh, is it over there? <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? I'm not ready to Sh be a video personality <laughs> as well, just my voice. Okay, so I have the lakes of Madison. So I have Mendota and Monona over here. What's with the goat? The goat is from a brewery, and they were giving out stickers at um, Octo Beer Fest, which is another Madison tradition. Is it dancing um, goat? I, I think so. I seem to recognize a lot of beer uh, stickers on there. Yeah, they give them away, and it's very fun. <laughs> I know the owner Lone of Dancing girl. Goat. Oh, you do? Mm -hmm. Nice. So I got one of their stickers. The Lone Girl is also another sticker I picked up because I thought it was a very mm -hmm. pretty sticker. Um, we have American Players Theater, which is out in Spring Green. Yep. It's only about 45 minutes away from Madison, so my family and I went every summer since I was six. Wow. Um, I've been once. Oh, we went a couple times. I made you With go. With me? Mm-hmm. Do you went remember what the, you saw? Do you remember what you saw? Not a chance. About the Shakespeare. <laughs> it, it was, was Shakespeare. Shakespeare. <laughs> yes, and we got the little box lunch thing. twice? Yeah. And one time it was raining. Like oh. it was raining I vaguely yeah. remember that. Yeah. And you were bitter. Not happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting outside watching fun. it play in the rain. <laughs> What's not the love? <laughs> wow, Matt. You're selling it good. <laughs> the best of Madison. Go see a play it's in the rain. It's not Madison. It's, <laughs> it's sunny most of the most time. Of time. Yeah. yeah, and if it like rains super bad, they'll comp your ticket so you can go back another time when it's not raining, um, which is nice. But it like you have to get like that fine line between like a light drizzle 
and like downpour. That was the best yeah. Pink Floyd concert ever. That was Madison. Really? Camp Randall. Yep. Pink Floyd was in Madison? Yep. You Pink weren't Floyd, alive. Pink Floyd, Rolling Stones. <laughs> Pink uh, <laughs> Rolling Stones was there. Genesis. Wow. It's back when concerts were in black and white, right? It's back when concerts were good. Wow. <laughs> Pink Floyd, though, it started drizzling. It was, again, a Madison topic. Um, it was Camp Randall in, must have been, where did we meet? 94. So it must have been 92 or 93. Wow. It started to drizzle and they have a light show or a laser show that's amazing. Oh. So it hits all the rain droplets. It was pretty cool. Anyway, nice. what's oh. the next sticker? <laughs> Tubular. <laughs> next sticker. <laughs> totally. Um, I have a lot of political stickers as well, you know. Because it's, Ma- it's Madison. Because it's Madison. Um, copper plate tattoo that's actually in Chicago, but they're one of my favorite artists is there and she's done all my tattoos. But What tattoos do you have? Um, I didn't even know that. Oh, goodness. Well, could you strip down? <laughs> oh, all right, everybody, tune into the, kind of the video version of the podcast. Um, <laughs> Her glasses are shut to fog up now. <laughs> Thankfully, we have the masks on, so people can't see me turning yeah. bright red. Um, I have like some. I have like a back tattoo. I have some rib tattoos. I have some leg tattoos. Um, some arm tattoos. Anyone? What's but, your favorite tattoo? Oh God, that's so difficult. Aren't you glad you came on the podcast? I think it'd have to be a toss-up between my red-tailed hawk I have on my Ooh. ribs. Oh, I also, I love my arm piece that's like some hands and some plants. But then I also have a tarot card on my leg that I love a lot too, so. You're tatted yeah. up. Yeah, I also have a huge one that's like half my back. That's some wild oats. What? <laughs> you have People wild oats guess, in the back? looking at me, yeah. <laughs> so we have to start so. doing that in the interview process. <laughs> <laughs> we need a photo of all your tattoos. <laughs> Yeah, I think Jake said that he had t- some tattoos too. So there's some a, there's a some lot of our up folks. A lot of our team members do have tattoos. Gracie does. I'm just not nice. like brave enough to get one. Chicken, so. do you have a tattoo? I do not. It's your chicken too. I'm not chicken. I just uh, <laughs> your chicken. I always have <laughs> money that needs to be spent in other ways. <laughs> That's I do. True. I do have plans on on tattoos. I just can we get you a home team for you tattoo? Oh yeah. Uh, there's the, you know what? There's a dollar for everything. <laughs> really? Right on your forehead. <laughs> no, that'd have to be a, uh, branding. No, we're not branding anyone. That would hurt. Oh gosh. <laughs> it's great to work here, by the way. Tat- <laughs> <laughs> Tattoos would hurt too. More than maybe branding probably hurt more, I guess. Yeah. And could, yeah. How did you like pick and commit to your tattoo? That would be my problem because I'd be mm-hmm. like, well, what if I change my mind? That's a good question. I got my first tattoo in Madison. I was 18 and I went to a little tattoo parlor. It's not there anymore over on Regent Street. And my friend was getting her nose pierced. And while I was there, I was like, oh, I've always wanted a tattoo. There was a tattoo artist like, yeah, I'm free right now. What do you want? And I was like, (laughs) a book? I like to read. He's like, okay, here, sketch something out. And I was like, okay, here we go. And then I had a tattoo. Wow. How old are you? 18. I was like that sounds Just pretty spontaneous. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would. I couldn't do that. <laughs> and then I got the bug for it, which I think is what they say. It's like after your first couple tattoos, all you just want is to continue getting more tattoos. And that's what Gracie said. Same thing. Yeah, it's like once you've broken the ice, you're like, oh, neat. <laughs> My skin so, is damaged forever. Might as well <laughs> go all the rest of the way. I don't Her think sister, of it as damaged. Expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Gracie's sister is actually the tattoo artist. Oh, that's awesome. Is, she, is her sister a local? Uh, no. No, she's well, in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah. Okay. It's not too far. Could have a home team for you tattoo party. Yeah. 
I, I was I was doing some tattoo shopping. I haven't got what I want yet, so I'm not going to say what it is. But I had a very particular idea, and so I was like, was I'm it not Bitcoin? It should have been. <laughs> oh, that'd be another one. That that'll cover my entire back. But first, I need to like <laughs> one big Bitcoin across need to your cash back. out. Yeah, uh, I'll put phenomenal. my Bitcoin wallet on me, my address, <laughs> so people can just send me Bitcoin when they yeah. see it. You could get a QR code that like links yeah. to things. You could get yes. one that links to yes. hometeamforyou.com. There you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> that goes on your forehead. No, I, I wanted to, I Googled, or I like went on Instagram and I started researching like the best tattoo artists available. And then I was like, how do I get in contact with these people and like reach them? And, like I was like going to make a trip out of it. Like I could fly out to wherever they lived and like go get a tattoo there and book it like months in advance. But I found the guy I really wanted, and he never messaged me. I'm like, <sighs> I was like, it's my first tattoo, and I really want this. And then he's probably like, click, it's like, no, <laughs> no, no. I've, I, I've had these guys before. Click, yeah. Oh well, I'll get one eventually. But uh, Jen, yeah. what would your tattoo be? I have a little mole on my foot, and I thought that I could turn it into a flower, but that's about it. But ones I hear are hard. Hurt. They hurt and they're they're they need That's some. Good question, Jane. What was your most painful tattoo? I always feel guilty answering this question because I infamously have an extremely high pain threshold. So I'm always like, yeah, they don't hurt. And then other people are like, you crazy person. <laughs> um probably the one that hurt the most is my bag tattoo, actually. There was some on like my shoulder blade, because I think it hurts more the closer your bone is to the skin that that those like little sections hurt a fair amount, but otherwise it's not not too painful a process. So the forehead would probably hurt the most. Yeah, forehead would probably hurt a fair amount, but it's worth it, right? QR oh. code right there. Oh no! <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> instead of a little tear or whatever, just right here. Mm. QR code. Yeah. Word. No. Totally, to totally gangster. It's like, don't you have to like kill someone for that? I'm just kidding. Except for a QR code. <laughs> code. Code. <laughs> QR code. Because people will be like, oh, look, oh, it's just a QR code. So anyhow, we're talking about yes. Madison, yes, the best, best of, Madison. of Madison. Thanks for still tuning in. Yeah. <laughs> that was today's topic. We wanted to go through and kind of talk about our favorite, um, just our favorite things we love about Madison and some of the things we absolutely don't love, borderline hate about Madison. But let's start. Let's start on the, the good stuff. Um, I was thinking we could start with restaurants. There's got to be, there's got to be some decent 200. restaurants in this town, this this area. Not, and you know what? I'm also I'm also game to say, hey, if we want to expand outside Madison, you know, a little bit, I think it's fair. But does anyone want to start? Does anybody have a mad like a top Madison spot that comes to mind? Well, for those of uh, Jen Jacob have a, a food allergies, Monty's Blue Plate. It's a good one. Yeah, that's solid. It's got that classic diner feel. I mean, you have all and, those restaurants it's in a around cool the neighborhood. You have all the restaurants around the square too that are phenomenal. Pretty much most of the food fight restaurants can cater to folks with allergies. So I like all of those. <laughs> Anyone that will cater to food allergies where I can just order something and not have to go without this, without that, make sure it doesn't have this. Don't kill me. Thank you. Those are the ones I like. So Monty's we go to a lot. Yeah, Maybe tonight. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Atwood's got a lot of good spots. It's really been up and coming too, like Bar Coralini, yes. um, the Lao Lang Zang. Cento. You also have, oh, 
Mm-hmm. I just ate that a couple days ago, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so good. We should we get restaurant sponsors, I think, for the show. Jacob, what do you think? I'm all about it. Yeah. I will try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I really love restaurants where you can just say, hey, here's my situation. And they're like, oh, I can tell the chef and then we'll just do this and that. And then I'm like, mm-hmm, I love you. Greenbush Bakery. Back when I could eat gluten, that was <laughs> the spot. I actually would could walk to it on my way to college classes, so uh, I frequent there too too often. I think Bloom Bake Shop does a really good job. It's on Monroe Street. It's newer in the last, I think, five-ish years, and they do a really good job of having like vegan, gluten-free, um, all sorts of different bakes and desserts that are really good. Um, and they do a really good brunch as well. We were just talking about that on the podcast the other day about bakeries with uh, Michelle, the Madison city assessor. Yes, yes. She, she said go there too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> must be the spot. Yeah, mm-hmm. she must have allergies too. Yeah. But there's restaurants like Gray's mm-hmm. you know, down in the square. Those restaurants down there. Yeah. Do you Heritage. guys, do you guys like sushi? Yes. It does. I'm not, I'm, well, nope. I don't really eat the real sushi. I have California rolls. The extent of my. Gotcha. Jane, do you do sushi? I do do sushi. Um, sushi Red, I think, is iconic. Madison sushi spot. I think it is hands um, down the best. Yeah, I think um, Sushi Muramoto is good, too. Um, sushi Red is over on West Wash, and then Sushi Muramoto has one in Hilldale and then one off the square on King Street. Um, and they have really good desserts. Chocolate Shop, another kind of local Madison confectionery um they do custom ice cream flavors for sushi Muramoto. so they have like a honey ginger and a black sesame ice cream that are really unbeatable Road trip <laughs> so what's your favorite um chinese restaurant Ooh. um i like halong bay and then mm. i also really like chen's dumplings um, bay on chinese? state street i think japanese Jap- I think they no. do like a variety of I don't know what it is. cuisines there. Yeah. But I thought they did some like more traditionally Chinese dishes there. Maybe and they, then maybe they do. I just don't know. I, I don't would, know. For some reason I always thought it was like Vietnamese or yeah. something. They, General, they well, definitely do that. I don't know, but it's delicious. It's mm-hmm. true. What's the one on the west side that remember we used to go to the one on the east side, then they oh, closed it. Oh uh, red pepper. Red pepper. Oh. I haven't done that one. It's in the west side. It's a small little yeah, it used to be right on the corner of East Washington Avenue and um, 51. Mm-hmm. 51, but they closed it as a car dealership now. Um, so they just have like in a strip mall. But on the west side. Yeah, we like the diet dish there, um, garlic sauce. Steamed vegetables. Really good. Yeah. I'm going to be so hungry at the I know. I'm just <laughs> this this episode's <laughs> getting rough. Like, <laughs> My stomach's growling. I'm not going to make it through this. <laughs> Um, somebody order food can we switch topics on yes, other please. things we love like let's let's i actually feel like we could do like a shout out uh, like every week of like a different yeah. restaurant because there's like 20 more i can think of old just fashioned. off the top of my head uh old-fashioned um brazier v pizza bruda oh pizza oh, bruda marigold <laughs> so i can eat their pizza yeah, bruda actually crust. was next to us we did the um what was the dog festival Dogtober Oktoberfest for Humane Society. So we had our own little tent and table, and um, had, we had a game set up. But next to us was um, Hard Mike's Hard Lemonade. Mike's Lemonade. <laughs> and then one down from that was Pizza Bruda. Mm-hmm. I think our kids probably had two pizzas each. Yeah, I think They're we so probably good. ordered four or five pizzas just for the people <laughs> working our thing. They had the, the yeah. stove or the fire going and a little, little portable deal, and well, 
Yeah, mm-hmm. it was phenomenal. We were like, the kids were like, can we go again? We're like, yes. Just stop <laughs> eating stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it worked. Are we so, switching topics? Yeah, we're try- yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to. <laughs> there's too many good restaurants. I know. Let's pause on the restaurants because there's other good things about Madison. Mm-hmm. Um, what about uh, entertainment? How about free entertainment? What's your favorite free entertainment thing to do in Madison? You just want to go out and do something. It doesn't cost a lot of money. Right off the top of my head, um, I love the Chazen. They always have really good art exhibits through here, and sometimes they do really interesting ones. Like they had one where it was like all old maps from like the 16, 17, and 1800s. That was super cool. Um, I love to go there. Albrecht Gardens is free yep. too for the outside. That's really cool. The Arboretum. Um, if you're feeling more outdoorsy. I feel like the Arboretum's super underrated. Yeah. Like I forget it exists. But it's like right in the middle of Madison and it's huge. Mm-hmm. Field trip. <laughs> we'll do the food and then we'll go to the Arboretum. Yeah, because we'll need to walk it off to digest. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry, Jane. You're on a roll. Oh, oh, goodness. Um, things like concert on the square, I think, are really good. Um, oftentimes, too, if you just kind of like go on the Isthmus or like the UW Madison, like I know pre-pandemic, um, the UW would do like movie screenings on the terrace, mm-hmm. um, like the Union, and those were really cool because you just go sit, um, have some lemonade, and like watch old movies by the lake, and it was amazing and free, which I think is the coolest part. <laughs> um, yeah, so those are just the things off the top of my head. I'll think a little bit more too. It's a pretty good list. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all the farmers markets, farmers all that kind of good yeah. stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. They're moving it this year. Yeah. Farmers markets not going to be on the square. No, it's going to be at the Alliant Energy Center. Really? Because of COVID, you know. It's not going to be the same. No, I don't think so. I'm not even sure how, like, it's supposed to keep it safe, but I'm like, it's indoors now. Yeah, I was like, how like, does that make it seems better? It's less safe. I, they must have, like, a capacity limit or some way to, like, spread people out. Like, maybe... A, I suppose they couldn't control the crowd on no, the Capitol. No. There's no, no way you could control... No. So what if that eliminates Art Friends Square again? Oh. Mm, well, when is that? That's July. July. Last week of July. But that's only like a, like a couple of days. Yeah. So have you ever been to Art Friends Square? It's, I have. It's yeah. insane. You it's just shoulder walk, to it's, shoulder. It's like it's it's like walking in a Six Flags theme park yeah. line. You're just <laughs> <laughs> there's something I can't buy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a thousand dollars over my limit. <laughs> <laughs> the best part about it when the kids were little, we go to Art Friends Square and we'd. Uh, make them sit together in the, in the stroller and we'd have room underneath the stroller for stuff we bought mm-hmm. yeah we decorated a lot of our house with stuff from art fair on the square because yeah. back then it was less expensive well though. there was it was less expensive and we were really into metal art and glass, glass. art yeah. so I, I mean Caden was like sleeping in the stroller and we had like all this art like put you know padding him in in his stroller because it was don't our, move Kate, our you got cart. glass around you yeah and I think what's really cool about Art Fair on the Square, too, is that they do art fair off the square, which is then just local artists and, like, Madison and adjacent to Madison artists. Like, is that on King Street? Is that where they do uh, it? They do it, it leading off? up to Monona Terrace, I think. Okay. Oh, is, is it Martin, on Luther, Martin, Martin King? Luther King? Yeah. 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 And that's always cool um, to, like, see all the local artists. And they also have, like, all the kiddos from the high schools around the area do their own pottery show so they can, you know, learn industry and capitalism at a young age. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're an American, you gotta yeah. know these things. Yeah. We would always get our gyros when we went. Yep. Mm, that was our thing. Treat kids for the get, kids. Yeah. Yeah. Some kind of sugar thing. Mm-hmm. Mm, 
sugar. Yeah. <laughs> and then they go running all over. <laughs> yeah, poor Matt. I would be like, no, we need something for here. Let's walk around again. And he's like, <laughs> no. But it's a nice way to find stuff that is unique. Yeah. You know what I think is another underrated free thing that most places don't have? We got a free zoo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I think we that. take for granted how we have a free zoo. Yep. In Madison, Madison's not that big of a city, and the fact that we have a zoo is pretty cool. Yeah, and there's a, a huge park there. I mean, when I was young, we would always go to the zoo, and then we would take a picnic and... I don't think that old lady with the shoe <laughs> thing is still there, say, but it we, is. Oh, is. Is it really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We would. I mean, we I've would, been there like a, t- a year or so, years. but I'm sure it's yeah, still there. We would do that, and <laughs> the picnic would be like can, a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken, you know. But uh, good stuff. That's the way you go. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Oh, let's talk about food. Let's just, we just, <laughs> yeah. we just and back to food. <laughs> you go to the zoo. You need a bucket of chicken. Bucket of chicken and get in free. Oh wait a minute, it's already free. <laughs> I just take my chicken and I eat it in front of the lions. And <laughs> they just look at me. Actually, I think I've mentioned this on like week one or week two of the podcast, but I used to live in the Vilas neighborhood. So it was really cool. In the morning, a couple of times, I would hear the lions roar. Yeah, mm-hmm. That would be cool. Yeah, that was sweet. Did you hear elephants? Uh, no, but my roommate, my roommates did, but but it was actually me snoring. Oh, yeah. funny. No, I just heard the lions. I was I w- it was pretty far away, and I guess the lions just carry. Where were you? Would you, would you what street? I was on Chandler. That is a ways away. Yeah, I mean it's like two, or th- two or three blocks from the zoo. But I feel like all the exhibits face towards Wingra, you know, out away from Chandler. We should go to the zoo. I I don't I road trip. I, re- I road remember trip. the monkeys, you know, from being little, mm-hmm. but. And maybe the bears and how that looked, but the rest of it, I'm sure, is all very different. And they've added a ton of new stuff recently. They've just been like remodeling and adding yeah. more. They When's the last time you went? I, I, I have memories of taking our children there and having one of them being terrified of the carousel and absolutely losing their mind. I'm going with Caden. I don't remember which one it was, but I remember having to sit there and be like, You can't get off. And he's like, I want off. <laughs> she tortured him. Yeah, but I mean, it was moving, <laughs> yeah. so it's not like you want to just let this little Toddler guy. Just yeah, he was little too; oh. like he couldn't jump off. So, Mommy's Jacob, are you taking notes as far as our road trip? We have zoo with Kentucky Fried Chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually recording this uh, oh. episode. That'll so. work too. <laughs> you can listen <laughs> really to the podcast. Done. Yeah, where's our road trip again? Oh yeah. We're going to go to the zoo. We can take take our children. A whole week. Food. You know, we didn't talk at all about the lakes or like being able to go canoe on Wingra and all of that kind of stuff. I don't know if that's free or not, but I mean, that's. If you got a boat, it's free. But do you have to pay for the launches or are there free launches? They're usually free use launches. I know because I steal my family's kayak occasionally. (laughs) Borrow. (laughs) Borrow. And we'll go put in on Lake Wingra and that's. Just me and my car just drive up and go in there. Or you can do things like boat memberships, do Birmingham boats or um, Wingra boats, and then you can just rent what they have, which is nice because they have like paddle boards and um, paddle boats and like canoes and rowboats and all that stuff. So depends on what your price range is. But having all the water is cool. Really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I Now that we, I'm getting like, Pan, like spring fever real bad like this <laughs> pandemic is ending i spent a whole year doing nothing and now we're just talking about all the awesome things that madison has i'm like oh man 
just want to go be normal again he in chose Madison. Po- he chose his pocket just so he can make a list. <laughs> like, I'm going to go eat. Check. Check. And check. Oh. <laughs> Maybe. So what? People need to hear this stuff, okay? If you're listening out there, you're probably craving it too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. I mean, every year it's like this around this time where it's like springtime. I finally want to go out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this last year has been so much. What's the first thing you're going to do? Honestly, I was thinking, um, well, obviously go see family because there's people, family members I haven't seen since pre-Thanksgiving at this wow. point. Um, but uh, I was actually thinking of seeing a movie because we live next to a Marcus Cinema. <laughs> we we can walk there within like 10 minutes. Godzilla and King Kong are on now. <laughs> sure, whatever. I don't <laughs> even care what it is. I'll go see it. I just want to go see a movie. I miss being able to do that. Like a Tuesdays, it's five bucks. Like that's some good stuff. It's crazy how the streaming service is kind of taking that over, though. Like I think they released King Kong and Godzilla on HBO Max versus. Yeah. I was looking at it yesterday. I was like, hmm. You're playing it. <laughs> you looked at the listings, Jacob. Uh, I am not. I am trying to turn off my phone. <laughs> that's definitely a thing. <laughs> I know that. I'm, I'm just itching to kind of travel and like be able to do whatever you want without feeling like oh it wasn't the worst thing in the world being trapped up north though no i mean that was definitely nice yeah we spent the uh what march 15th or 16th whatever it started Mm. through june 1st it's like an extended vacation up north yeah Yeah, sounds nice there's a lot of zoom videos and working but we got to see the lake melt, which is kind of cool to, you know, it goes from being this huge snow patch to like less and less and less and less. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, it's water. It was kind of cool this year. You could actually hear it cracking. Like it oh. made a weird noise. Like it, you could hear the um, ice expanding and contracting. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a neat thing. Here. Things that we don't hear in Madison, which we're talking about. Well, if you lived on the lake, you would. Yeah, I guess if you lived on the lake in Madison, you'd probably hear those things. My One of my apartments I lived at downtown, technically I had a lake view, but it like you had to like look out the window at this <laughs> one angle. And you could like... Tiptoes <laughs> through a bathroom. See it. Yeah. It's a pretty nice view from that sliver. You stand <laughs> in the living room at the right spot. It's cool. I liked it. What's your next topic, Jacob? Hate. Hate? Hatred. We oh. talked about all the things we One love about streets. Madison. Is that One a metaphor? or <laughs> One-way streets are strongly disliked. Or just in general, the, the, the street patterns, like especially in the Isthmus area, it mm-hmm. doesn't make any, any sense. sense. Well, that's what happens when you build around two lakes. Yeah. They could have tried a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> could have yeah. dug a ditch and redirect the lake. Yeah. And we could have well, I don't know. It just... <laughs> The lines, that just doesn't, it's very, very confusing. They tried to build, like, a checkered pattern on, like, a design that wasn't really, there was better, there's better ways to go about than what they decided to end, end yeah, up doing. talk to those founding fathers. So asking for a friend, has anyone accidentally turned the wrong way on a very busy one-way nope. downtown? No, but like I've Johnson watched it Street? happen. 
Johnson. Uh huh. I, uh-huh. I never did it, but I've seen it happen myself. It was I, Jen. It was probably me. Were you driving down the bike lane? Uh, <laughs> no, I ended up in the bike lane because I was See? in this like little that one lane. The I one. was in this little teeny car, and I went to turn left, and I realized, holy crap! There's a whole bunch of headlights looking at me. I'm not turning left here. So I like went up on the curb, and then I had to like why turn my way out of there as all the traffic was like. What is she doing? I've, <laughs> oh I've, I've seen that happen before. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I I especially love the one-ways downtown. It's sort of like PTSD. They catch you <laughs> off guard. You don't yeah. think they're coming. I mean... Well, I, I was 18. Yeah. Well, know? if you don't know the roads, no. yeah. You have to know the roads. Otherwise, you are in a lot of trouble down yeah. there. Yeah. It I was like, weird. oh, I'll just go left. Ha, 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 ha. And the people that were stopped my left blinker were probably like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> 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 Where does she think she's going? <laughs> and it was rush hour, too. Oh. Mm-hmm. No. There's always the belt line during traffic. During rush hour is the nicest thing, but it could yeah. be worse. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I used to be really annoyed with the belt line traffic, and then I lived in L.A. for four years. Yeah. So now I'm like, we have so six bad. lanes of traffic and nobody's moving. Yeah, yeah, it, that's that's traffic. This is like, it is it is annoying, but it's also like, it's like the only spot where you have like true traffic in Madison. I remember when that went in. The Beltline. Yeah. I do too. Wait, how old what? are you guys? My God, I, was, I, I was you, it used to be that like Broadway was the way to get to the West Side, kind yeah. of. It was a two way two way. Well, you know where Broadway is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that ah. just continued on that. Right about where, um, well, past what was Shopco, mm-hmm. that just continued on the as a two lane highway. Yeah, it was a thing. I just imagine it was there since horse and buggy. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was fast. like a big, huge thing when it went in. <laughs> yeah, I it guess. was a big controversy because yeah. you go through that protected uh, area, land and, or water, and what's that? That whole area like around the Yahara River is, and they're going over the part that sort of feels like you're going um, like Yahara. Yahara. Yep. Oh, okay. Yes, as you're going through there. Mm-hmm. Well, they'd, glad they did it. They had <laughs> talked about it. was. They've always <laughs> talked about doing a northbound belt line, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll yeah. see if that ever happens. But there again, you're going through a protected area. For sure. Well, there's a lot of nice spots around here, so you're going to go through something protected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even know Matt, north side of Madison all that well because it's like, it seems like it's pretty underdeveloped and like it just doesn't have, or maybe it's just my life because I came from, I lived in Oregon, so. Like, I just never would go that far north. We have Cherokee marshes up there. That's yeah, the, yeah. they'd have to work around or through yeah. something. Stauder Realty was over <coughs> um, on the corner of Commercial and Sherman. So as a kid, I was always on the north side because that's where the real estate office was. So it's it's interesting. I have a different perspective of that. I also don't know when where north and east, east like, where it becomes north. I could say like Packers. Yeah, Warner's Warner Park is like a good delineator between yeah, kind of like when the you're north hitting and south. Packers and Warner Park mm-hmm. and maybe yep. maybe that's it too. I just mm-hmm. I just like it's all east to me. <laughs> it's northeast. It is northeast. I Road I trip. think I mean growing up in Madison and being in the Madison schools, to me it was like La Follette East. East was north side. Yep. What was MG then? Lost. No, I'm just kidding. No, they were oh, right, they were right ooh. by um Fighting words. By La Follette, so yeah. they were close. Different division, I guess. Totally different division. All right, so what else do you guys hate about Madison? Besides traffic? Winter. Oh. Ugh. Construction. Oh, the construction. So I don't understand why they 
like, why do they have to tear up the roads? It's like they rip up the same road every year, <laughs> and then they, they just work on it all summer. It's job security. And then there's even worse traffic. Yeah, but then they, like, just do it again and again. It's like it never stops. Why can't they figure out how to make a decent road last? <laughs> how hard is it? Weren't they doing something with the traffic pattern or traffic lanes now on the Bell Line? Mm-hmm. They are. They're expanding it or something? They keep closing ramps just when I want to be exiting on that <laughs> ramp. Oh, oh, Jane's coming. <laughs> Shut her down. Here comes Jane. <laughs> they see my little silver car and they're like, nope. <laughs> well, not to bring up L.A. again, but I'm going to bring up L.A. again. I like how they do construction in L.A. with roads because they'll do it in the middle of the night. They'll do, do it. Too. They'll Bell do it from too. like midnight to yeah. like five. And then in the morning, you didn't even know there was construction. There won't be cones or anything. Yeah, oh. There'll just be regular old terrible traffic. <laughs> and then once in a while, they'll let the whole city know they'll have a thing called Carmageddon where <laughs> they'll do like major construction that will take more than a night. It'll take like a whole day. And they'll be like, hey, we're shutting down the entire highway for like a day. Or like 36 hours or something. Like nobody gets in LA gets to travel. And then they just go to town and they just rip everything apart and they do it really fast. And then and then they just put it back together and keep going. I think it was, uh, it was I think we were married. I actually drove in LA. It was horrible. It's pretty bad. Because I remember thinking, oh, it's not that far away. Then you realize it's like three hours later. It's, yeah, yeah. Like I had friends living throughout the city, but like I couldn't see them that often because it would require a lot of coordination. And, like, like you can't go out. Like, in Madison, don't drink and drive, kids, but you can go to a bar, hang out with your friends, go home. Not in L.A. You, you have a beer or two in, in L.A. and you try to go home, you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to die on the way home. But by the time you make it a half a mile, you're sober. <laughs> uh, if you make it a half a mile. Well, but yeah, if you drink like you drink in Wisconsin, at least. All right. I'm not, I'm not saying you should drink and drive. <laughs> Getting derailed All right, here. Jacob's getting turned off. Yeah, I'm going to mute myself. <laughs> All right, what else do we like about Madison? This might be very controversial, so Ooh. Jacob, feel yeah. free to edit this out. No, I love controversy. <laughs> I think that sometimes driving downtown when you have a bunch of young, wild, and free college students, they sometimes just like walk into traffic <laughs> And I never understand. Oh, that's not it's controversial. Like, that's Darwinism. Because, <laughs> like, pedestrians have the right of way. And I am always happy to stop for a college student, you know, like, holding all their books. And they, like, have a foot in the crosswalk. I have enough room to stop. That's great. I'm going to stop. I'm going to let you go. Because that's, that's good that you're getting where you need to go. You're walking. But sometimes I'm, like, driving down, like, University or, like, Johnson. And suddenly just I see, like... An 18-year-old just, like, yeah. step in front of yeah. my car as it's moving. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's one way to get and you just, to stop. Yeah, bump. I just don't understand. Like, I jaywalk sometimes. What? Please come get me now. I, You know, State Street, you know. But I always look for cars. <laughs> but sometimes that doesn't happen with some of the pedestrians in Madison. They just are really living their best life of just walking into the street and hoping everything goes okay. Noise-canceling headphones and iPhones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you know that State Street, once you could drive up and down that? Yeah, well, you guys have mentioned If you're this my before. grandmother visiting from out of town, you can do that whenever you want. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There should, be an age limit. there should be an age limit. If you can remember driving up and down State Street, you still can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, just to rag on the, the students a little bit more. Oh, oh sweet. So, is that the, one of the things we don't like about Madison? Is what you're talking here's about? Here's one thing I don't like about Madison is if you drive down like University or Johnson at like 
after 10 p.m. or 11 p.m., man, it's dangerous. It's scary. Like, because everybody's out in the bars and stuff, and it, like, they flood the streets, and they're, they're nuts and drunk, and it is, like, you got to be on full alert when you drive down oh, there. This reminds me of the funniest story. So, I live downtown. <laughs> and you just said it was scary, not funny. Well, it's, it could have been very scary for me, but it turned out okay. I was driving back from the airport very late at night. And so I'm like driving down Gora. I'm like ready to turn and like go to my apartment. And so I stop at a light um, and like I'm getting ready to turn. And a girl gets into my car <gasps> and she like sits <laughs> down and she's like, da 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 da. And I was like, what? <laughs> Who are you? Why did you get into my car? And I was just like, I didn't know what to react. And then like her friend suddenly like opens the door and is like, Brittany, Brittany, like that's not the Uber. And was, <laughs> <laughs> it had to be Brittany too. <laughs> and I didn't know what to do in that moment. Cause I was like, thank goodness. Like some very, like very sweet seeming girl had just gotten into my car, but get out. I was like, <laughs> Do you need me? Do you need me to be your Uber? Like, are you good to get home? I don't know what to do, but yeah, that can happen to you sometimes. That's um, hilarious. Downtown late at night, people will mistake Lock you for doors, Uber. Jane. Yeah, Lock I do that your doors. Now. <laughs> click, click. Just like you never expect someone to try and get into your car while you're driving. It's such a Wisconsin thing. <laughs> oh, you betcha. I'll take her. Oh, yeah, come on in. Come on in. Yeah, no problem. You need to go. Oh. Yeah. Why are you talking like you're Irish? You were doing the Irish. <laughs> you were. Uh, There's Irish people here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I uh, in general, I feel like there's not too much to hate about Madison. Like I've been, I, I've, you know, my, in a previous life, I would travel constantly across the country and go all kinds of different places. And uh, Madison's got a lot going for it. I mean, aside from like the parks and the greenery and the lakes and the food and the entertainment and all of that stuff. In general, the people are pretty good, except for when the drunk college kids at night. But and people get in your car. And people, even then, they weren't. I mean, she wasn't There's always rude. a they couple. Friend, it's just friendly. a nice little mistake, you know. Happy accident. Mistake. But, like, the culture of, like, the Midwest culture, I feel like, is just a little bit more pleasant. Like People will wave. Yeah. And it's not with that finger. You know, it... <laughs> It, when I when I what lived in LA, I'm gonna do a lot of comparisons of when I lived in LA. This episode, when I lived in LA, you didn't make eye contact with people. It was weird. Like I'd walk down the street where I lived, and you don't you don't look at those people. They don't look at you. Whereas here, you're like, you're hey, like, yeah, hey, how are hello. you? Like even if you don't want to, you're like trying to like you drive your car in neighbor in subdivisions now, and people like they just wave at you, and you're like, hi, I'm just trying to live my life here. Hey, how are you doing? So you had a few pairs of sunglasses. Is that what you're saying? I do, yeah. Do you wear sunglasses at night? <laughs> There's a song there somewhere. You want to sing it? No. Okay. Jane is. It's, she's uh, I'm gonna. I'm going to sing it? Yeah. The, I it's wear my sunglasses the, at night song? It's part of the initiation <laughs> for first being on the podcast. I don't know Matt always wants that. people to sing. Yeah. I, you brought it up. If I started singing, you're going to lose listeners. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, Come back, Tom. Just imagine one listener named Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Um. All right. All right. So let's get down to like some stats aside from, from loving and loving and hating. Let's, let's move the needle a little bit. Um, Let's talk about the costs. So um, what are the, the costs of renting 
versus buying. This is a real estate podcast, by the way. So <laughs> I thought we should bring it back to real estate for a second. But like in general, do you do you guys have any um, thoughts on renting and versus buying stats? You know, it, it used to be that you could uh, buy property and it would be cheaper than rent. In some cases, maybe now, but in, in most cases, uh, you're going to, um, with your taxes and things, your payment probably will end up being more than rent, but not always. That's crazy, the article that you sent us, Jacob. Just looking for like a studio in Madison is... Uh, Eight sixty a month, and then you go across the United States. The average is eight twenty one. So we're about the average, I think, for most of these. Yeah, we're pretty close to the average. I, I looked it up. The national, like the national average, is a hundred. Like the cost of living average for us is a well, according to one website, was a hundred point six. So like we're almost perfectly average, <laughs> Madison. <laughs> perfectly average. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're not going to be their marketing department for months. <laughs> uh, one of the other stats on here was the rent versus um, owner-occupied is 53% renter and 46% owner-occupied. So that's, there again, it's very close. Yeah. Do you, did you, you guys have been in real estate your whole life. You went, you went right to a house at like 19, right? Correct. Did you ever have a, an apartment at ever at any point where you rented? Well, when I moved out at first, I lived in a duplex that I, I helped manage. And we have a property management company, so we have a real good idea of rent. Oh, that's and true. Things. You do know about rent. Yeah. But you didn't actually have to pay rent for it. I, well, technically, uh, I didn't pay rent, but money went to the landlord, who at that time was my grandmother. So She was very strict. Yeah. No, she, she wanted her money. <laughs> <laughs> but at that time, it was a two-bedroom uh, one regular bath and like a s- toilet in the basement. Thrown. Thrown. And it was like $500. No garage. Yeah. Definitely more now. Yeah, now that same unit we would be re-renting for probably 1350 Wow. So. What is your rent? Because um, you have a nice place. Yeah, I think... Uh, about seventeen hundred, I think. It's yeah. two bedroom. It's a two bedroom. Two bath. Two bath. Two car garage. One car. One car garage. Mm-hmm. We nice don't area, need though. two car. We got a we got a little um, community heated pool though, which is cool. That is sweet. And we got a little exercise thing. Did you go in it today? No, they don't open it. They'll open it in a uh, Memorial Weekend or yeah. whatever till Labor Day. And then they'll heat it. Mm-hmm. Is it warm? It's not like a bath. Well, sometimes it kind of feels like a bath. It's nice. You can. It's, it's it's good enough where you can get in it right away and you're, you're good to go. Team meeting at Jacobs. Team meeting, road trip. <laughs> I'm Pool down party. with it. That sounds great. I'm all about it. Everybody, bring your suit. <laughs> or not. Or not. <laughs> Please bring your suit. But I go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I I was looking at the same stats here and uh, it looks like uh, in Madison, uh, fifty three percent of households live in a rent situation and 46 live in an owner situation. So that's almost 50, 50, slightly more renters. I don't know what that means. If more renters, I mean, than if you have the university and stuff, there's always mm, going to probably could throw the stats off big time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I wonder what it's like off 
like off season. I don't know how many students, I mean, there are students that go home, but I don't know how many students actually go home for the summer. Do they hang out quite a, quite a few of them still hang out? Yep. We actually have access to a site that allows us to see for each like area, the difference between owners and renters. So, I mean, we could go and just be like, okay, for this area, what is it? Like the zip code or that zip code. So all of that information is available. For us. For us, <laughs> it is. Not for you, the listener. <laughs> so if you have any questions, so just let us know because we have those details. Well, let's talk about cost of living because I kind of brought that up a second ago. Yeah. So cost of living, national average is 100. Madison is 100.6. So that's um, the housing is actually over the U.S. average, though. Mm-hmm. Madison's 111, and U.S. average is 100 percent. I'm not really sure those percentages or what those are. It's just a number. I don't know if it's not percentage. Like hundred just means average. R? I think it's like IQ. Like the average IQ is a hundred, kind of deal. Utilities are higher, obviously. Yeah, so it looks like housing is the the one big killer of the thing that's like over average. Our miscellaneous is pretty high. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. What is miscellaneous? It's miscellaneous. Everything else. <laughs> the, you know, the other things. That's probably, uh, I was going to say bar cost, but I think beer is pretty cheap here. Um, Medium home cost is, uh, what, 256,900? Hmm. US is 231,200. So the house meeting house home cost is higher. I don't know if this data is twenty twenty one accurate or not. It could be, could be, could be. <laughs> Let's just pretend it is. Yeah, I should have. I should have verified it. You know, you find these things on the internet. <laughs> it's just the internet. They have everything. Hey, but our it's health. Our health is cheaper. Yeah, that seems odd, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm wondering like, if that could be because we have state. the state here, and like state has really wonderful health care, and like UW. And so I think it's like Madison specifically, I suppose even with like huge employers like Exact Sciences and Epic too, they have really, really good like health insurance plans. We have so many really top-ranked hospitals. I wonder if that helps bring our health costs down. Probably. We have such immediate access to such superb health care. I don't, most, most, I mean, most cities of this size don't have access to what we got. UW-Madison's pretty legit. There's what, three or four hospitals? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. St. Mary's, Meritor, UW. I'm probably forgetting a few. You have the Veterans that's, Hospital. Yeah, that, so it's four. It's yeah. a lot, especially in that little area because they're all in one area. Yeah. <laughs> they're all down off Park and Regent, that area. They got these. They got the guys hanging outside each hospital. And, Come on over. We got the best deals. <laughs> Come on. Hospital Barker. No, it's more like you walk in and I had an appointment down there and they're like, okay, you're station four. And they're taking your temperature and doing all this stuff. And they were really organized yeah. though. I'm like, am I good? You're clear. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> this is a, this is an aside here, but when I get my second vaccine shot, I'm supposed to have a doctor's appointment the next day. I'm very worried about it because they check your temp. And if you have a temp, they're not going to let you in. I'm like, but it's just a fake fever. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see the doctor from the other thing. <laughs> Anyhow, just random thoughts. This is dangerous having a mic in front of you sometimes. <laughs> this is why we don't let you have a mic usually. <laughs> I know. Oh, he has a mic. What's it's, the next topic? It's just a, a low mic. Um, so I thought next we could talk about some uh, current events, actually. Oh. Uh, um, 
This is unrelated to Madison, but it was in the news. It's really sad news. So, um, yeah, I just thought we'd break it on the podcast today. It's, a, it's about Derek Jeter. Uh, if you if you haven't heard, Derek Jeter, um, former Yankees player, and I think he's the owner of the Dolphins or something like that. The Marlins. Marlins. The Marlins. I don't know. Some fishy. <laughs> some aquatic creatures. <laughs> it swims. It swims. That would make a more sense for the Marlins. It is a baseball team. <laughs> Anyhow. Really sad news. Um, he's having trouble selling his castle that was given to him by his grandfather. Uh, so he's lowered lowered the price of it by two million dollars, and it's now uh, for sale for twelve point seven five million. Did you see the waterfall in this place? Fourteen. It looks like some kind of like pirate cove. Yes, it does. It has like a sentry tower. Yeah, it's pretty. Who are they trying to keep out? <laughs> I mean, anybody that wants to visit. <laughs> Do they have a drawbridge? What am I looking at in the front? Is there actually... It's just a bridge. It'd be cool if they had a drawbridge. drawbridge. This yeah. is... It, where is it located? That's why they had to drop it by $2 million. <laughs> It's just a regular bridge. Because this is in New York. Oh. Uh, Greenwood Lake, Lake New Greenwood York. Greenwood Lake. Lakefront Estate. It's called the Tideman Tideman Castle. Could be yours for a low $12.75 million, Jacob. I know that's what I'm saying. They, they, he really had to drop the price on that to keep it um, from fourteen point seven five to twelve point seven five. It says the estate is actually two castles: the master castle with a connected tower, <laughs> it's not a master bedroom, it's and a master castle. Guest, guest castle. <laughs> yes. Oh, I've always thought to myself, I need a guest castle. Yeah. I Lake mean, estate lies not a real castle. This would guess. be a super fun house to try and market, though, from a real estate perspective. It's like, okay, who's your target market? Jeter. Yeah. <laughs> Royalty. Yeah. So. Uh, Angela Merkel and what's his face? Prince Harry. Oh, Me- Meghan Markle. Yeah, those guys. <laughs> Angela. <laughs> That's the Chancellor of Germany. <laughs> Angela <What>? Merkel. <laughs> I got, you know, those Europeans, even though she's American, I try to keep up. But those, I would target to them. Yeah, eccentric celebrities in New York who want to, like, escape the city. Maybe, like, Bono. So Greta Garbo and Babe Ruth were visitors there. Hmm. Pretty sure neither one of those can visit anymore. I mean, it's updated. The kitchen is white, bright, light. That's a, I mean, that, I would so, lead with that. Well, you some, know, we could divide this into different Airbnbs. You could have like three sections of Airbnbs. Yeah, we could totally invest in this. Who has got an extra twelve million? We'll throw in the rest. <laughs> we will. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's generous. Guest house, pool house, and boat house. It looks like you can see that there's other, like a marina there. It's like I wonder how close it is to other properties. And maybe four acres, so it can't be that close. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Looks like that castle's... Takes up three acres? Yeah. Takes up a lot of that acreage. Yeah, they probably need the acreage just for all... I mean, if you have a castle and a guest castle... (laughs) (laughs) What do you think the... um, Is it stone? Yeah. I would hope so. Well, if it's a real castle, but... It looks it, like it's stone on the outside. Yeah, it, it totally is. It kind of looks like fake stone, though. I'm sure it's yeah. not, but the way it's <laughs> done. i sure it's real stone. <laughs> what's, what's fake it stone? Just, I don't know, but it just Cast. looks kind of like someone like heard a castle described to them. <laughs> and we're like, oh, okay, I know what that is. And then they built it. 
Well, I mean, this is America. (laughs) (laughs) The architect was like, castles. I used to be from England. Can I do it? Looks like there's something behind it. it. Can you guys all see the picture of it? Mm -hmm. Look at the trees behind the trees behind that turret and the pool house. Something brown back there. It looks like another house back there. It'd be crazy if it was that close. Which one's the guest castle? Yeah, that's the thing that I wondered. Because for me, if I want a castle, you would think that you would want it to be really private. And... It just feels to me like there's probably a lot of stuff going on here. And so it's like, I'm going to spend all this money, but I'm still going to be like in the middle of everything New York, which maybe or may not is what's the case here. But was there a castle that sold around here? Like they, there have been a couple of castles that have have sold. Yeah. Yeah, There's a few uh, castles. They're not stone, but they, they're built to look like castles. Cause I was thinking of like the craziest things you would see for sale in Wisconsin. And my first thought was like house on the rock. Like if that ever went up for sale, that'd be like, they have like red shag carpeting on the ceiling, which is something I will never understand. That's wrong with that. (laughs) (laughs) I I take it back. Nothing wrong with that. (laughs) But yeah, here it is. 10,700 square foot water town, Wisconsin castle. Uh, it's all concrete yeah i think a couple of our agents showed it when it was for sale and i think i think ben thought that he had a buyer for it but then that person was coming from out of town and ended up not purchasing (laughs) realized it was his castle (laughs) (laughs) it looks great in the pictures but then it's a castle no, you have like an ar- a knight in there, like the whole armor deal. Yeah, that's what I was kind of expecting Jeter's to look like. That's why I was like, Jeeps. oh, the, the kitchen yeah. looks a little bit like normal. Doesn't feel like, you know, you've got a big mm-hmm. carving knife to hack off an animal head or something. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, know, you think like castle, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, like some car- medieval. Like yeah, like medi- I'm thinking Game medieval. Thrones. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's one of Watertown has old church pews. See, that's what I was in, uh, thinking it would look like. And that, that, I, that I mean, place where you watch the show and you eat the chicken without forks. Yeah. Medieval times. Yeah. yeah. We, we like Gen- that place. Ooh. Kind of related, but the Bristol, this is just taking me back to things to do around Madison, but the Bristol Renaissance Fair is always an incredible time. Like you can get those turkey legs and like see a joust and there's a lot of do cool Do you eat stuff. at that, uh, the theater place? Yeah. There's oh. food. They they have like picnic box things, lunches. box lunches you can get. Or a lot of people just bring picnics. Yeah. And there's also like all the supper clubs. I didn't realize like dinner clubs or oh, supper clubs yeah. was such a like oh, Wisconsin yeah. Midwest thing until mm. I had friends Absolutely. from other states being like, What is it with like what is it with Wisconsinites and all these like supper clubs? And I was like, What do you mean? Do we gotta stop talking <laughs> about food? I'm getting more hungry. Oh no. Let's back to the castles. <laughs> castles. Uh, yeah. So if you had a castle, would it have to have a moat? Absolutely. Why? Keep all the bad people out. Who? You. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny. Come Would it have a drawbridge? Have a drawbridge. Well, then it's got a moat. It's got to have a drawbridge. That's a given. I mean, they I go mean, hand you, in could, hand. you could just have a built-in road over your moat. What? No. Oh, you got to. What's have the a, point of a moat? Yeah, you have a drawbridge. Okay. Because they could just go through the road. But you who? Gotta, the bad you. guys. Oh. We wanted to keep the kids out. We just draw their bridge up and they can't get in. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody wants to get in enough, they're going to figure out how to get over your moat. It'd swim. Not when it's filled with piranhas. Yeah. Alligators. And crocodiles. Do piranhas and crocodiles live in Wisconsin? The winter well, might be difficult. Not Muskies. Moats. It's full of musky. <laughs> musky yeah. will bite you. Yeah, they could totally just grab Jane's parents' kayak and kayak <laughs> over. That's why you have the turrets to shoot the kayaks out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not going to lie. I literally had a conversation with my wife last oh, night geez, about whether or not we're going to have a moat. Oh. <laughs> but we, we opted. The answer is no, Jacob. Yeah, just well, know. She, we opted no just because of the mosquitoes. Oh, yeah, just that's the only reason why? That be Yeah, it's the primary yeah. reason. Yeah. You have to get running water to keep the mosquitoes yeah, from. Yeah, that's true. Ah, oh, like, like, like a whirlpool feature. Like a whirlpool. Like a lazy moat. <laughs> lazy moat. <laughs> a lazy moat float. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, good choice. Good choice. <laughs> well, there was one more thing I wanted to talk about on this podcast before we uh, we called it a day, um, and this was actually real estate related. Uh, I found this on keepingcurrentmatters.com. It's a website that talks all about real estate stuff. Um, that is professional as I get, but, uh, I found this thing. It's called the 2021 real estate Mythbuster. uh, five common misconceptions about today's competitive real estate market. I think sometimes, uh, when we do these podcasts, we kind of get, um, deep into real estate and cause you know, everybody on the team talks about it constantly nonstop. And sometimes we forget to take a step back and think that realize that most people don't know anything about it <laughs> at all. Um, and so, yeah, I thought you guys could share some of these stats. And actually, this made me think of something else. It's not food, is it? It's not food. It's about real estate. A lot of times, Jen will, um, during, like, trainings and stuff, she'll turn into this character of, like, a super obnoxious uh, person on the phone trying to buy a house. Mm-hmm. She has all of these crazy things. And I'm always like... Seem kind of over the top when I hear some of these, but then I I I listen to some of the, like recorded phone calls of some people that have called in. Oh, pretty on, <laughs> pretty Spot on, on. Yeah, I'm like wow, like people call in and they just do not know. They don't understand. They ask for the craziest stuff. I'm not going to repeat what they said because they might be listening to this. But some of you guys are my yes, favorite. My favorite one was I think things. a few weeks ago. Somebody called in and wanted had to be out of their apartment. And moved into a new house in two weeks. Cool. It's just that's how apartments work. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, you try to educate the buyers, but sometimes it just doesn't work. I mean, it's a process. I've been working here for, you know, five, six months, and I'm still trying to wrap my head around real estate. It's a lot. So, you know, if you're not working on it 40 hours a week, it's going to be a lot too. So number one, it's better to get pre-approved after you find the perfect home to buy. What do you think, Jane? You think Jane? I don't think so. <laughs> I think it is better to get pre-approved before you go on your home search because that'll give you an idea of what you can reasonably look at, and you won't fall in love castles. with a house. Exactly, you won't fall in love with a castle and then realize your budget is more of a two-bed, one-bath ranch. Or you could have the budget that could afford a castle with a moat. Mm. That's true. And you want to be able to get the one with a moat if and, you're financially able to. And a guest castle, maybe. Yep. yep. That's why I need to get pre-approved before you start looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of those things that if you are taking a client out and you show them homes for what they think they can afford before they're pre-approved and then they see all these houses and realize that they can afford less, there's a grieving period where they have to readjust because they are thinking, oh, well, these suck <laughs> as to compared to what they saw because maybe it's a, you know, twenty-five or fifty thousand dollar swing. And it it just slows the process. So it really, really is better to get pre approved. Right. And then speaking of slowing the process, it it seems like if you want a house, you gotta be fast. And pre approval is just part of that process. So if you're not pre approved and you 
get you you get your eyes locked on a house that maybe you can actually afford, but you haven't proven it yet, you're gonna miss it. Yep. Number two, always start with your lowest offer when buying a home. In this market? <laughs> Just like eBay, right? That's right. <laughs> mm. I mean, there are definitely some folks that are still trying to do this ph- philosophy and they are just losing and losing and losing and losing. I've talked to some team members and they're just like, you know, what can I do? I'm educating them. I'm showing them the comps and they want to write 30 under. I think in previous markets you could have done that because you would have gotten a counter offer back. Yep. You in this don't market, there's no second chances. So you have no. to make your highest and best as your first one. Now, does that count for properties that maybe have been list, like on the market for, let's say, a month? doesn't happen. I've seen it. Well, <laughs> if there's properties that have been on the market for a month, you have a little bit more leverage. Yeah. But it's not to the point. I mean, if the house is overpriced, like really, really, like massively overpriced and nobody's touching it in this market, then you almost have to lowball it because it, you're not, they're not even at market value. But you know what happens then is you make that lowball offer and at the same time somebody else decides also to make another offer, then you're back to competing again. So yeah. It's just Murphy's Law. That's right. It is. That's right. It's if you're thinking about it, someone else is thinking about it. Number three, it's better to price your house on the high side when you're selling it. Kind of relates to your question or your answer to the last one. Yeah, pricing it on the high side, you can do that. It's just going to increase your days on the market. And sometimes it will just make people think, oh, well, they would never take my offer. I'm not even going to look. Or there's something wrong with it if it sits on the market too long. Mm-hmm. So it can cause more problems. But I mean, a lot of people, human nature, it's like, well, I'll just just start a little high, and you know, some somebody I will can give always me come down. Offer. Yeah. I mean, going off what you just said on the previous um, thing about starting with the lowest offer, you know, if somebody if a house has been on a market for a while, and then you have to kind of lowball it to get in there. Well, then obviously, from the seller's perspective, if you start high, you're almost asking in this market somebody to come in with a low ball offer so it doesn't it kind of defeats the purpose of starting high right you're not gonna sell the house high if you are overpricing it mm-hmm. yeah overpricing can definitely cause more problems than it solves it feels like to people that aren't in the you know thick of this day in and day out that it's like oh well i'll just put this out there and we'll negotiate it but it causes more problems mm. number four my favorite <laughs> renovating your house will definitely Net you more money when you sell. Yes. No? <laughs> sometimes renovations are necessary. Sometimes there, be, there are certain things that have to be fixed up to sell it. Well, hold on. Are you saying this is a myth? Because I've seen a lot of HGTV shows that show otherwise. <laughs> you just tear down walls, you put them back up, and have it done in a half a day. That works pretty well. It, it really depends 30 on minutes, actually. what your cost is. So if you can redo your kitchen with your family and yourself and you know, make it now look like a Pottery Barn catalog and before it looked like the 70s, you're going to be able to get that money back probably if, if you're cutting costs. If you have the most expensive high-end contractor in Madison come in and do it and then you're expecting to get that money back and sell it, you know, in a month or two, no, that's not going to happen. I think there's certain areas too in a house that you try to focus on if you're renovating like the kitchens or the master bathroom or the bathrooms in general. I think those are a little bit probably more money back to you. How do you know if it needs renovation? 
I think as a homeowner, you know if it needs work, um, but you can have one of our agents come through and check it out and give you advice on what might be. Yeah, because it, it really depends in this market. Because current in the current market, it's like even if somebody's house is full of shag carpet and things like that, it's like is it going to be worth dollar per dollar, or do you just put it on the market and sell it for you know, what you can get right now? So it depends. I mean, shag carpet's different than remodeling a half bath or a full bath. Um, shake carpet, you're probably not getting your money back out of, but something a little bit bigger, maybe the kitchen or the baths. I think when you do repairs or update things, it can make itself faster. Because if I put in a nice plush carpet instead of the shag, in a, just a balanced market, the average buyer is going to be like, oh, well, I'll, I'll buy this quicker because I don't have any work to do. Whereas now people are kind of like, oh, it has carpet? I don't care. <laughs> right. Done. That's walls, paint. Yeah. Yes. It's not on fire? Yes. It's partly on fire? I'll still take it. <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. fix it. I'll fix yeah, it. Yeah. So it kind of, what I'm hearing is renovation makes uh, the selling process faster. Yes. But in today's market, the ex this extreme market, things are selling so fast. How much faster can you go? Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it doesn't. It seems like you're just kind of throwing some money down the drain. like Yeah, I mean, if it's paint, like if you have lime walls or something that... Some, I like lime. Well, lime is fine. but <laughs> Lime is fine. Lime is fine. <laughs> but let's say your kitchen is lime and you painted all of your cupboards red and you have tomatoes everywhere. Tomatoes. It would probably <laughs> behoove you to paint, but it's still going to sell even huh. with your tomato kitchen. Last but not least, our... Number five myth, it's safe to skip the home inspection if the house looks good. Looks I was might actually, be the key word there. Yeah, I was actually talking to Raj, my father, about this because when he started in real estate, home inspections really weren't a thing, and they've only become a thing more recently, and then you have licensed inspectors. And he said back then he would tell people, you can usually look at the house and what you can see, if there's anything that you're worried about, there's probably going to be other things that you are going to be worried about. If you can kind of look and you're not super worried about a lot of things, that tends to hold true for the rest of the house. And that was kind of how he guided his principle before inspections were a thing. And he said it always worked really well because people, you know, if it was, if they saw something that was scary to them, they probably figured, well, there's probably more. Are people skipping home inspections these days, like just trying to win a bid? Yes. Yeah, it's definitely Crazy. a strategy to win in this market, to not have the inspection. It's a comfort level. What people, I, if somebody's handy, if, you know, your grandpa or your uncle can walk through with you and they're like, no, everything looks really good. But if you are a first-timer, you're not handy, you have no money, you're going to have to make a decision if that's something that you want to take on because there's definitely risk there because there are budget, things that hide. You can budget for repairs that you think might be coming up. Mm -hmm. so there's things you can do like that. You yeah, never getting you a home a warranty. Brand, you could buy a brand new house and you could still have issues with it. it doesn't, you know, there's no guarantees. On mm -hmm. Yeah, and most of the time inspectors find everything, but sometimes they, they don't. So it's not guaranteed that that's always going to save you, too. Because what was our house? We had a house in Richmond Hill, mm -hmm. and we bought it as a spec. 
And how long were we there? 10 years? Something like that? Yeah, but at any rate, the buyer did the inspection and water had been leaking into a, like the roof above our garage for the whole time that we'd owned it. But we didn't know because you couldn't like see it because they had just done something wrong when they built the house. There's something else too. Oh, we, uh, we sold it. And when we sold it, we had, didn't have a Never sump pump. Never had any water, no sump pump. No sump pumps, no waters, no problem at all. Mm-hmm. And the year after these buyers bought it, the ground was still frozen and we had a bunch of rain came down and it flooded the basement. Yeah. So yeah, that's, you just never know. Yeah, we'd never even had a sump pump. Because there was never any water. Yeah, and it was really nicely finished downstairs. There was not water until there was. Then there was a lot yeah, of water. Yeah, then there was water. So stuff happens. Yeah, we had something ha- like that happen when I was a kid. We My parents finished the basement Everything looked super nice. And then uh, like a block or two away, they were doing construction mm-hmm. with dynamite. Oh, no. <laughs> and it cracked the foundation of our house. Oh, wow. And so then we had a leaky basement with this furnished, finished basement. We had a cellar a couple years ago, and they had a sump pump, never ran. And they built the house next door, and the sump pump never stopped. So somehow it redirected maybe some underground water or something happened that they had to... I think they actually ended up putting two sump pumps in and they ran nonstop. Yeah. Weird things happen. So, I mean, if at all possible, if, if you can get an inspection, it's a good idea. It's just, if it's going to stop you from getting the house, you're going to have to weigh the risk. Right. Yeah. So. I don't think we'd ever advise against a home inspection. No, no, I would. I mean, I, before this market, I would, I couldn't imagine doing that. But in this market, it's kind of like, well, do you want the house or not? How bad do you want it? How, How bad, bad do you, do you want, want it? it? Yeah. It's like, will you take the risk? And there are a lot of people that are taking the risk. But then there are some people that are like, you know what? I can take a calculated risk and I'll just, you know, put X amount of forgiveness on it or whatever. I think that's a good term. Yeah. Estimated I, risk. I think uh, Matt's client that called up. Asking to move in for two weeks should probably skip the home inspection. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, he's yes. going to just have to pay cash, too, because you can't get a mortgage that Even fast. Even cash in two weeks, you still have to have title work done. You can you can close in a month. Close. or I mean, you can close in a week. I've I've had somebody, like, the quickest closing you can do is about a week because they just have to get that title work done. And I did it a couple of times, I think. But fancy. Express lane. Mm-hmm. But that's, I mean, you have to have cash. So no possible way you can do that with a mortgage. Cool. Well, those were all the topics. We hit up all the Mythbusters. Um, that Jeter. was all the things gotcha. I wanted so to hit up today. Now what are you all going to have for dinner? Oh. Now that we're all hungry. Oh. <laughs> well, I was planning on cooking tonight, so going to stick with that. But I'm not cooking tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's for dinner? Um, lamb stew, and I'm going to make fresh naan. So... Wow. Wow. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if it works out. Ask me next week how it went, and I'll let you know. <laughs> KFC's on good tonight. <laughs> Matt, Bucket you're a K- chef. You cook Bucket, stuff. Bucket of KFC. <laughs> you cook things. I cook things. You're right. What are you, what are you cooking? Was it supposed to be tonight? supposed to be tonight, I think, it was uh, sweet and sour chicken. Ooh. It's pretty good. These podcasts wait, take too long, so I'm not going to cook tonight. <laughs> 
So post pandemic, <laughs> are we doing an office potluck? Is what I'm hearing. <laughs> we, we do a summer cookout. Ooh, yeah, we used to do a ton of stuff with like potlucks, and we we had fun events. Like we would, um, what was that thing that we did at the baseball field? Everybody got to get up and try and hit. We had like oh, yeah. a home run derby. Home run derby, yeah. and everybody got to get up and hit. And then we had a big potluck and. And and it was all on video, and but everybody got a home run. Can you imagine how that happened? It's it actually kind of funny. We took the, uh, oh, yeah, like Raj would swing the bat and he'd make contact, it'd be a ground ball, and there'd be an image of the ball flying over the fence. <laughs> <laughs> we, we stitched it together. <laughs> You're saying it was fake? No. It was so real. It was a big, cool. big jump off the uh, but, infield. Yeah. That's the home team advantage right there. Home team advantage. <laughs> Home run every time. Yep. So I can't wait for all <laughs> of those kinds of things. Because, I mean, yep. we did escape rooms. I mean, in Madison, there's all kinds of fun stuff to be able to do. We uh, Two years ago, we did, and we could actually do this with COVID, um, the um, scavenger hunt where everybody downloads an app and then you break into teams and you go around and do all of these activities. We did a lot of customer appreciation stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. The Warner Park base with uh, Mallard's baseball game. Mallard's baseball. We have our pie yeah. parties. We went out to um, Schuster's Farm. Yeah. So all of that needs to come back. We had the movies at your theater next to you. Yeah, yeah. We had we had our um, past clients come out to the movies. That was fun. We've had cookouts up north at the spring fever's house. hitting, it's hitting <laughs> hard. This, this post pandemic life, I see it. It's can it's going to happen soon. I can't wait. <laughs> at some point. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys ready to wrap this? We're good. Yep. Girl. yep. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of It's Gonna Be Great. If you're looking to buy or sell real estate in South Central Wisconsin, you know who to call. Home team number four, letter U. Dot com. That was me, by the way, that dot com. Dot com. Just, I saved that to the end. All right, guys. <laughs> Thank See you on the next one. Adios. Bye. Bye. Bye.